Welcome to Life Point with your host, Pastor Tom Doherty. Good morning, everyone. Lord bless you this wonderful day, this wonderful week. This is going to be a great week. Do you know why? College football is really kicking off. Boise State plays the University of Washington on Saturday. How fun will that be? I was just upstairs in the studio talking to Skip Hall, former Boise State coach, and he's excited. In fact, in the practice uh, today, he he is going to be sharing with the team and talking about commitment. And, you know, you want to be great in life. You want to be great as a football player. You've got to be committed. But I'm excited about the week, but I'm excited to share with you God's Word because that's what really matters is the Lord in our life. If we don't have the Lord, folks, we have nothing. We need to walk day in and day out with Jesus Christ. I'm going to share with you today out of the 13th chapter Romans, and this week it'll be out of the 13th and 14th chapter, and uh, maybe get into 15, I'm not sure, but that's going to be our topic for the week. But I'm certainly glad to share with you. I'm so in love with life. I love life. I love getting up in the morning. I When I go to bed at night, I can't wait to get up in the morning. Isn't that kind of funny? But it's just it's who I am. I love getting up. I love starting the day. I love having something to do and to be able to share with people and love people and visit with people. I just, I just like life. I love life. I love my family, I love my radio family and my listeners, but I love life, and I want to live life to the fullest, and when I get knocked down, folks, I want to stand back up again. I don't want to stay down, I want to be, I want to stand up for the things of God. So anyway, I'm going to start out, I'm going to read the 13th chapter, start with verse 8 after I have a word of prayer. Our Heavenly Father, in the name of Jesus Christ, the Son of the living God, I come to you today asking your presence to be with us. Lord, be with all those that are out there today that are struggling with anything in their life. Lord, be with those that are just dealing with life in general that have have health issues. God, be with them. Touch them, heal them, and may the power of God overwhelm them. Lord, be with my friends across the nation and those that listen. Lord, I pray you be with my friend Julie, who listens in Vancouver, Washington every day. Lord, pray you just be with Julie. Watch over her as as she lives her life. And God, take care of her health. And Lord, I think of my friends that are around here that listen so regularly and they tell me about it. Thank you for them and for their encouragement. But Lord, may we follow the word of God and live for you every day single day. I ask these things in Jesus' name. Amen. Verse 8, chapter 13, Romans, Paul to the letter of the Church of Romans, let no debt remain outstanding except to continue debt to love one another. For whoever loves others has fulfilled the law. The commandments say you shall not commit adultery, you shall not murder, you shall not steal, you shall not covet, and whatever other command there may be are summed up In this one command, love your neighbor as yourself. Love does no harm to a neighbor. Therefore, love is the fulfillment of the law. Ladies and gentlemen, love is the fulfillment of the law. And I can tell you from experience, some people are very hard to love. People who treat you poorly. I remember 
growing up over the years, there were some people that, that really treated me poorly and may treated my dad poorly. And I can't imagine anybody treating my dad poorly, but I think it was because they had nothing to do with God and, and, the, and the Spirit of God was so alive in my dad that it brought out, you know, the enemy. And But my dad, he taught me, he showed me, and just to love those people, pray for them. And like I've told you before, he's, he wept over praying for those people because his heart was for them to know Jesus. But so many times what we do is all we do is talk bad about them, talk bad about the relationships, what's going on instead of lifting them up in prayer. And I want to be somebody that lifts up those that maybe don't appreciate us, doesn't don't appreciate me, to lift them up in prayer. Because not everybody agrees with life, with me. Not everybody agrees on my stances. I want to stand for purity and holiness, but I can tell you this. People say, well, how do you deal with people that that are going against the Word of God that are living in this society with all these views that they try to justify? I want to say this. I want to love them. I want them to know they're welcome in the in the church, and we're just going to love them and not to judge them. God, they're going to stand before God Almighty. And if they're going against the Word of God— you know they're going to stand to get they're, they're going to face the the music to that but i want to love them i'm not going to give in to their sin if they're sinning before god and they're living a life of sin immorality or whatever it might be stealing lying wickedness anger you know i'm not going to stand for that as far as you know putting up with it in the sense of that's okay cuz that's not okay but i'm going to love them and hopefully show them the love of Jesus in my life, that they will see that I'm not the ultimate judge. I know what the Word of God says. I can tell you truth from lie. And, you know, I just sometimes in churches, we're not reaching people because we have put such a stance on it that we talk about them all the time in, in services, and it makes them look bad. They come in our church, and all of a sudden we're saying horrible things about them. They never want to come back again. We've got to be careful the church. We stand up for sin, but we love the sinner. We love the sinner with all our heart, soul, and mind. Love does not harm their neighbor. Love is a fulfillment of the law. You know, we know those things, as he says here in the 13th chapter, you know, you shall not commit adultery. We know that's wrong. If you're married and you're going out with somebody else, that's wrong. You shall not murder. We know murder is wrong. And so many people now are getting away with it. It's it's horrible. Should we love the murder? Yes. I have friends. I have a friend that that he he was in that category. I love him. And, you know, I certainly forgive him, and God will forgive him, and I know he's asked forgiveness. I pray, but the world just still is standoffish. Or you shall not steal. We know a lot of people steal. I had a kid that was kind of a klepto when I was in youth group years ago. That he, would, he would steal anything all the time. But you have to love him, teach him not to do that, and teach him God's way. And he says, you know, it's some, the greatest commandment is summed up in this, is love your neighbor as yourself. Love your neighbor. What are you doing for your neighbor? Do you love them? Well, they're not Christian. Well, I that's all the more reason to love them. That's all the more reason to show them Jesus. They need Jesus. Who's going to be the light of God? You are. You're going to be the light that shines in the darkness. God wants to use us as a light. Aren't you glad you're around people in life that were living examples of that? Like I've told you, I use my parents as uh, examples all the time because I was around them all the time. Great examples. But I have many 
friends that just, they just radiate Jesus in their life. You see Jesus in who they are. It's just, uh, it's an amazing. I got a guy at church that he greets people. His name is Mike. And Mike is, uh, he loves people and greets people and welcomes people. And you could always see he's about the love of Jesus. And growing up, we had a guy in our house that got saved uh, in our house. Uh, he was one of my brother's friends, came to college. He didn't go to church at all, gave his heart to the Lord. And man, now it's 40 years later. He is serving the Lord on mission field, doing all sorts of things. He just, he saw Jesus. He saw Jesus in one Christmas, he wrote our family a card and saying how his life had changed, that Jesus Christ had been a part of his life, and he thanked our family for that. And you know what? We thank God for that, that he saw Jesus. And years later now, him and his wife are tremendous Christian people leading missions and doing all sorts of things in the eastern Idaho area. I'm so enormously uh, proud of him and proud of my brother Dan for inviting him to our house to to stay for the for a semester and or for the year and and to be around the church and around my folks and you know and I was young at the time I mean I was in high school or maybe young high school early high school and but I we just have that opportunity every day to love on people I've got some uh, uh, missions that I'm currently personally on trying uh, there's a the woman I've been ministering to, and it's been a while, and but she has opened up to me all of a sudden. It's at one of these stores, and she has shared with me and asked me to pray for things. That God has opened up enormous doors, and I am so thankful for that. We just got to pray and allow God to use us and then step through those doors when they open for us. But in the meantime, love those people. Now, if people are sensing judgment from you, it's going to be hard for them to receive the love of Jesus. You've got to be careful about bashing someone because they think different. Yes, they may think totally sinful, totally wrong. I, I can tell you people, I can name you people like that. But God has asked us to love them and show them God's truth and show them by example God's truth. And when the doors open for us to share things, that's when we step through that door. You know, I just, I have such a passion for wanting people to know Jesus. I just want people to know Jesus, and I certainly want to be a carrier of that. And I'm not always, I'm not, you think, oh, well, Pastor Tom does that all the time. No, there's times that I need to be more aware and more thoughtful about that and to be aware of it, because, you know, all of us live life. We have things we do. I'm involved with life all over the place. I'm involved with my wife and my my children and my daughter and my, my son-in-law and my great friends that I have, well, we're, you know, I'm involved in them. So I have a life outside of, course, course, quote, the church, even though these people are all Christian people. But I have non-Christian friends, too, that I have contact with. And I want to be used by God to show them the power of Almighty God. Because someday, which we're going to talk about tomorrow, someday is, uh, it's all coming to an end. Someday we're going to face the music. Someday we're going to face Jesus face to face. What are we going to say to him? Are we going to say, Jesus, I love you so much? Or when we see him coming down through the sky, are we going to run and say, I blew it. I messed up. I didn't believe. People of God, believe today. Believe that Jesus Christ is the Son of God. Put him first in your life. 
Let him change your life day by day. He loves you for whoever you are, whatever you've done or doing, he loves you. Lord bless you. LifePoint is a ministry of the Cloverdale Church of God. If you would like a copy of today's broadcast or would like more information about the church, please call us at 208-362-1700 or write to Cloverdale Church of God, 3755 South Cloverdale Road, Boise, Idaho, 83709. You may also visit us at our website, www.cloverdalechurch.org. Thank you for listening and have a blessed day.